That's it to right field. Long run for Pilar. And Pilar all out into foul territory to make the play. Bogarts with a drive out to right field. Judges back on it, and that one's gone. Against all odds. Here's a high fly ball driven deep to right. Verdugo back to the pen. Leaps up. He caught it. He caught the ball. He took it back. And I will keep on waiting for a Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Pesky Pole Podcast, episode 78. Who wears number 78? I... Oh, wait, Connor Wong. Connor Wong wears wait, number 78. No, let me check. For number, I can spell well, the word number while he's looking at that 74. Damn, close enough. All right, we'll call it the Connor Wong episode. But this is a voice because I'm mainly putting these on Spotify now. This is a voice some of you may not recognize, and you're probably confused by the title. You don't know the title yet, you'll see when it comes out. But this man is a legend in the Pesky Pole podcast world. The truly original creator of the Pesky Pole podcast, right? My channel has grown a lot in the last seven months since we have last seen him, but the last sighting of the, of the Bigfoot of the great one, <laughs> the great one, y'all about to meet a legend. Ari, introduce yourself to the people who don't know you. Hi guys. Um, yeah, I'm Ari. Uh, I started this podcast with Bobby. Basically, when COVID hit, February um, 2020. Yeah, I was like, February dude, I want to do a, I want to do a, a baseball socks podcast. I have so much time on my hands, um. So, I did that. We started off. It was not a good season to start off of because we were terrible. <laughs> we were terrible. But, it was only a third of a season. It was great. Yeah, and then, um, we uh. I, I, I had to leave just because of uh, what's the word? Basically, like I my life was my life's been very busy, and yeah. just having time to even though I do love baseball and I love the Red Sox, like it, just not having enough time to to get around to recording and stuff. So I had to make the hard decision of leaving, um, but with the intention of occasionally coming back. Mm -hmm. um, and six months later, here we are. And I always, I always told you, I said, if we ever find the time, right, in four, in three or four months, in March or April, I need you back on the show. And yeah. it only delayed double that time, but we eventually got you on. I so, got a job, and then it, it, things were. Hey, stuff happens. The people, the people already know I got my new job, and it's hard for me to be able to find time to record. So I'm yeah. putting out episodes late. I'm sometimes missing episodes. It happens. You know what I mean? But yeah. with that being said, also, you guys don't know this. This man right here is the reason why Kevin Pilar hit over 300 <laughs> while he was with us. All right. This this man is the true legend. If I was back into my old editing ways, I'd insert the clip. But just go you back. Can insert to the audio or whatever. Or just go back and listen to the, just go the back ranking to, of the outfielders. Go go back to YouTube episode five. All right. Episode yeah. four with Brendan Salucci. Episode five is Ari being completely unprepared and it being a completely hysterical show well i also like called it too yeah you called it which <laughs> i called it 
which scared me. All right. It scared me because I was like, oh, well, but I said it with that being said. Oh, wait, there's one more thing I got to say. I was supposed to say this before we recorded, but imagine not being able to talk to one of the best pitchers on the Red Sox team right now, had a chance to interview him and you didn't do it. Oh, Whitlock. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that 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 ticks me off. That's when I kind of realized, like, when you were like, dude, I have Garrett Whitlock on the show. I was like, oh, crap. Because there were so many things going on at that point in my life. I was like, I need to choose. And that was kind of the catalyst for me kind of coming to the frustrating realization that I couldn't really do this consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man. <laughs> and, and trust me. If, if I ever have a time where I need to interview somebody again and you're yeah. free, I'm bringing you on to help me interview. Yeah. I've had a couple of the friends on to help me do interviews. And some of these people that I've met, like, I know a half a dozen dudes on the Greensville Drive. Yeah. That's so weird to say. You know? But we're kind of on a time crunch today. We only got about an hour. So let's get right into it. First of all, give me your thoughts on the Red Sox. Um, how do I put this in PG terms? Uh, oh, oh, well, okay. Why don't we go back a series? Oh, you want? We're currently there. recording on July second. July second. All right. For so, those, for those, first, because we won't have an episode out on said day like we did last year. Because remember, we recorded on July fourth last year. Happy July fourth in advance. Hope you guys are able to celebrate with your families. Yeah. And do all that. I will unfortunately be working, which sucks, but. Stay safe. Have a good time. Don't blow yourself up with fireworks. Don't blow. Don't pull Jason Pierre Paul. Don't. <laughs> Nine and a half. Thank you, JPP. <laughs> but anyway, also <sighs> for those for those who celebrate, I personally requested the day off from work so I could be in observance of this holiday. We're daylight, but happy Bobby Bonilla Day. It's a beautiful day. And it was funny because we I recorded love- on both on both <laughs> on both holidays last year. <laughs> yeah no i love it that like i i flipped on my ig mm-hmm. and while i was at work and i noticed like i follow like several baseball um accounts not like just the mlb but like meme accounts stuff like that yep and the first five six posts i saw was bobby Vinia, bobby Vinia, bobby Vinia, and i was like oh my gosh <laughs> how could i forget the day no. So, yeah. He's, he's getting paid four years longer than Bryce Harper's 13-year-long contract. He will be 72 when he receives his final paycheck. Uh, that must make Bryce Harper feel kind of... That must make Phillies fans feel really nice. Like, like, hey, well, at least we're not the Mets. But, I mean, the Mets are giving him $2 million, and the Phillies are giving him, you know, 30 The Mets have serious money issues. Yeah, that's, that's an understatement. But... Yeah. Anyway... Yankee series. Yeah. I will do what we used to do. I will sit back. I'll grab my water and I will let you ramble for about three minutes. About three minutes. So we're going back to Saturday night. Uh, and so my opinion of the Yankees, they, they're bad. Don't give away too much because we have a segment coming later. Yeah. So, yeah. So basically, 
Saturday, Friday night. I'm trying to find the stat line of who pitched. Okay, Perez started. Mm-hmm. Um, it was Perez versus German. Which I don't like that guy, but whatever. Um, and it was a good game. We won 5-3. Um, and yeah, so that was – I was like, okay, you know, German's not too great of a pitcher, you know. Well, imagine, basically – go no, go ahead, go ahead. Imagine if they had a guy who was in the minors last year but is just such a dominant pitcher. Imagine if they had them on their team. But, no, they let him slip through the 40 and got taken by the rival in the – or, or, or why don't we talk about the fact that the Yankees got screwed over – by one man named Adam Ottavino for a four-out save. <laughs> I was like, man, this must suck. Man. Like, it's a terrible time to uh, – we'll, 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 we'll get into that later. But, like, yeah, so I was expecting a two out of three. Right? Like, I was expecting the Yankees to have some sort of fight, and there was almost nothing. Almost nothing. Like – Five to two, seven to three, six to five. Or no? Oh, wait, I, wait, I got, I got to say a joke here. That only oh, it's nine I, to two. The Sunday game was nine to two. Go ahead. Go I have to say a joke that only you and I will understand. Basically, yeah. the um, the Yankees trying to fight the Red Sox are you and me standing in the corner of the stage with fake guns going like this. Yeah. Well, no, it's not that even that. Show? Like, imagine <laughs> it's like they're putting, and I'm. Don't mean to be offensive to anybody, but it's like they're putting blind people out there <laughs> at the plate and being like, swing the bat. And they're like, uh, uh. So, yeah, there's that. Um, and, like, so that was just, a, I was like, wow. I was surprised. Like, I had something going on Sunday, so I wasn't super in tune to the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was, I, it wasn't the mentality of, like, oh, if they lose this game, I'll be, I, I won't be mad. But I was like, I mean, I obviously want to sweep. I always want to sweep you know, yeah. regardless of who we're playing. Um, and so, but I looked at my phone and I was like, 9-2 win? Let's go. Like, that made me so happy. Like, there, there are so many things to unpack mm-hmm. from that series. I don't even know where to start. Like, let's let's just sum it up and say it was, it was bad. All right, because we ended up outscoring them 18-7 to in that series. And, yeah, the savages in the box were not savages. Mm-hmm. And like, here's the thing. On, in our last two series against the Royals and the Rays, we're getting, yeah. like, the, the one nothing loss to Tampa, that one stung. Oh, my gosh. Don't even get me started on that game. I was pissed. Right, I'm guessing I was that, so mad. That one stung a lot. Where's the other game? We got absolutely, yeah, the Toronto game where they lost 18-4. to well, we didn't have real pitchers. We didn't have people in there. Yeah. We didn't but, have human beings playing that game. Anyway, the, they, they turned around and said, and I took that personally. <laughs> right? Yeah. They turned around and they said, Yankees, you're not even in the playoffs anymore. Get Especially losing to, like, the dinky, like, Royals. That, like, that, that series of the Royals was just, like, I was expecting, like, okay, I – and I'm, I'm always going to think of the Royals, same way as, as I think of the athletics, is like, 
they're just not that good. Even though I know they're good, they're just, in my mind, they're not that good. Like, no matter what players they'll get, like, you know. But KC was, like, they've not, I was like, all right, so that'll be a sweep, or that'll be a series win. They lost that series. And then they lost the series to Tampa, which I was like, all right, fair. Like, Tampa's a good ga- uh, a good team. Yeah. Um, and then there's the New York series, which I was pleasantly surprised about. I was like, and once, like, and then I realized, like, oh, wait, the Yankees haven't done anything. Like, the Red Sox have basically been, like, the older brother that, like, when the younger brother comes running at the older brother and he sticks his hand out and puts his hand, his hand on his forehead, and the younger brother's swinging his hands back and forth, it's like, no, you can't do anything. You sit. You sit and be. You sit and you like it. You like it. Like it. Or like when we when in the in the offseason, the Yankees were like, oh, we're going to sign Garrett Cole and he's going to be the best pitcher in the world. And, and yeah, he's just, he's going to be great. Like we're going to, we're going to win the division. And they play the way they play. They're in freaking fourth place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me, let me just say. Also about the um, about the Royals. Yeah. Right? When you go out here and you start a pitcher named Chris Bubik <laughs> against the Red Sox, I had to read that name twice because I was like, "Oh, I thought that was something else." I, um, I saw that too. I, I had to stop like, "Whoa, <laughs> whoa, no!" <laughs> but yeah, this team's just been great. Like, there's no. They have so much fight, and I've heard a lot of people say this. And it's so true. This, you know what team, this Red Sox team, this 2021 Red Sox team reminds me a whole lot of? 2003. No. Hmm. 2013? Yes. It might be a stretch, but it's, 2013. It's a stretch. It's, it's more, it's more t- 2003. And I've said this, I said this ever since the season started. Go yeah. back, review the car facts. All right, I said this before the season even started in February. I said this team is gonna be O three, we're a shilling away from a from a World Series. And shilling meaning sale. No. Sales, Pedro. Oh, oh, I see what you mean. Okay, we, yeah, we need yeah, a yeah. shilling. But right now, we're the third best offense in the league. Yeah, right. We're uh, pretty freaking good. Let me go to pitching. We are. Don't even talk about pitching. Pitching is atrocious. No, we're average. starting pitching. We're starting average. pitching is no, 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 no. I in my notes right now, I have something. This is starting rotation question mark. Like they, I, I could, I could talk about the starting rotation all day and how I basically hate Garrett Richards. Garrett Richards sucks. All right, Garrett Richards sucks on so many levels. All right, like he just doesn't Matt, try. Matt Andre East, screw that guy. All right. Well, he was good, and then he sucked. You know why? He didn't come on the Pesky Paul podcast. Dude left me on red. Well, I feel like... All right, listen, 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 listen. Yeah, he was like, well... And maybe that's his bad mojo. That's where he got the bad vibes from. Because he was no. like... The minute he, he, the minute he left you on red, like, he's, like ever since then he's been bad, mm-hmm. right? That was back in December, but yes. Well, no, okay, so he, he, signed, he signed to the team. I DM'd him saying, hey, welcome to the team and all this. And he sent me back a message saying, hey, thanks so much. Probably like, who's this scrub? <laughs> really, really appreciate it. Can't wait to see what I do with this team. And then yeah. I asked, hey, if you ever got some free time, hop on the show. I'd like for our viewers to get to know you and all this. Boom, left on red. Wow. And he sucked. Wow. But yet, we have this other guy. Hey, congrats on being taken by the Red Sox in the Roll 5 draft. Want to hop on the show? Yeah, I'll do it. Becomes one of the best eighth inning guys in 
baseball right now. I have no beef whatsoever with the bullpen. Like Barnes has been everything that the Red Sox have needed this year and every and more. Like like he has been what I think people were expecting to be in 2018. Yes. You know? They, this is I would put the majority of Matt Barnes season up against 2018 Craig Campbell and let us I think he's three times as more reliable as Kimbrell. 2018 Kimbrell. Really? Yeah, that's what I think. Damn. I mean, I, I think it, but... I, I think he's like whenever he comes in, it used to be like, oh my gosh, like I'm gonna like have a heart attack. Last year was bad. Last year was bad. But this year he comes in, I'm like, okay, he's gonna strike out at least two people. Like he's strikeout, strikeout, strikeout. Yes. You know? Or he's strikeout, not... strikeout, pop up to short. Like Yeah, but 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 and maybe he gets a couple of runners, but like and once the once a person gets on second base and I'm a little bit like, mm, okay. But like think about it, like the only time that that's ever really like his he's had like a blown save that I can think off the top of my head was the Shohei Otani one. Yes. Which I don't even want to talk about that. Like Sho, Shohei Otani is just an amazing He's on a different player right this year. But um what's it? Um I remember back in November, December, there was an article that came out that we were looking at that said Matt Barnes says he wants to be a Red Sox for life. And we both said, hey, that's great that he thinks that, but we don't want him here. Good, goodbye after 2021. Now I almost now, wonder what they're going to do with him. Now we're like, going to He's a free him. agent. Like, I would – it would not surprise me if Bloom is just like, we're going to flip him at the deadline for somebody, for prospects. It wouldn't surprise me, but I wouldn't like it. I wouldn't this, like it, but it wouldn't surprise me. Exactly. This is the conundrum here. The dude's on his contract here. He wants that paper. All right. He wants to be able to go like this. Yeah. Right. At the same time, how many times have we seen players completely burst out on their pay on their payday year? Yeah. And then after that are atrocious. Yeah. That's <laughs> what, I mean, how old is he? Twenty nine? Uh thirty. Thirty? You don't give him more than a three year deal. By any means. I wouldn't even say even a three-year deal. I would say a two-year deal. Oh, that's what I'd say, too. Two-year deal. worth. But can we go back? Can we go back to that? <laughs> can we go back to that Kansas City? <laughs> Kansas City. Oh, gosh. That, that series. Like, I'm looking at the score. And yesterday I was working. That, that was a 15-to-1 win. Mm-hmm. Danny Santana, by the way. Love him. Also hate Five. him. RBIs. Him and Devers both had five. I have a love-hate relationship with him and Marwin. I love them defensively. Marwin's, if he could just bat right-handed, he's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, and I also think that like Santana, when he came back, I was like, oh my goodness, this guy's got pop. Like, I don't remember him having pop. I um, and barely can, remember he can him run. I can run. He He's not a very tall guy. Which is really kind of funny. I'm like, you're going to put him at first base, but also Chavis isn't very tall either. Um, Chavis. Chavis is a weird spot in this team, but I'm glad he's on the team. I think that Chavis will be the platoon first baseman behind yeah. Bobby for quite some time. But. What do you do with Cassis? When does JD leave? 
maybe next year. This is his last year. He accepted the player option. So he'll be playing through the 2021 season? They'll be playing through this season, and then he can just say, go all Al Horford on us and go goodbye. I don't think he will. I don't think so either. But um, What I would like to see is I'd like to see Cassis come up um, and kind of take over that DH role. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think that I want to put Chavis. I, I want Bobby at first. Bobby, his defense is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just a beautiful guy. Like, he's just awesome. Like, the he, hair. the hair, well, he cut his hair now. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. But, like, he's just, oh, he's a stud. Like, there's that. Chavis does not have enough consistent contact to be in the lineup every day. I love his aggressiveness. Like, I don't know if you noticed this, but when he came back, when they optioned, who was it? They DFA'd Weber. Uh, when they, yeah. It was either Weber or Austin Bryce. The first time he came up. So that oh, yeah. would have been Bryce. Um, when he came back up, he was like turning singles into doubles, like crazy stuff like that. And I was like, wow, like this guy really wants to play. And I love to see that. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make me want to put him in the lineup every day, but that definitely wants me to maybe be like, Hey, this guy's a platoon guy. Like maybe he's not leadoff. I definitely don't think he's a leadoff better. I think that he's, you know, bottom of the lineup. Um, but this guy, like his grit. I don't like to compare him to Pedroia because Pedroia was just amazing. Pedroia's but like his aggressiveness is very similar to Pedroia's aggressiveness where he's like, if I'm going to like, I'm going to turn this single into a double and you can't stop me type of like, you know, vibe. Yeah. Um, and I would say that I would want JD around. I would want to have some, J, um, some um, overlap between JD and Cassis because I think Cassis, yeah, he can field. But I, I mean, he seems like someone who can just mash. Like, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I don't, I mean, I don't know a whole lot about him um, defensively, but like he could definitely become the next D, like the DH. Mm-hmm. Now I can, personally, I can see that. It's just the one thing that I see is just a strikeout problem at first base. Those two dudes combined for way too many strikeouts for my liking. Other than that, what Bobby and Bobby them. and Michael? Yeah, but also like so does Devers. True, Devers, but Devers has an average to be able to justify that. Yeah, no, they don't. But anyway, love those series sweeps. Did not Mm -hmm. expect. I didn't expect the the Yankees sweep, and like, I almost feel bad for the Yankees because, like. I like I don't know any Yankees fans really, so like I it's not really this doesn't I, come from like a personal level, but like they're so dejected. Let like me, let they, me say I know I know a couple and one of my um because I worked as an RA in college, one of my residents yeah. is a die hard Yankees fan. Oh and I'll just message him every now check and then. Check it check check in on him every day. Make sure yeah. he's uh, I'm like, bro, you need a hug, and he'll just send me a middle finger emoji. <laughs> He's no, not I mean, happy. Do we want to talk about the Yankees now? Uh, hold on, but uh, standings-wise, right now yeah. we're 20 games over 500. 
which is a okay. beautiful sight. Right, eight and two in our last ten. Got a three and a half game division lead over the race. Rays have been slumping a little bit, but they it's the race. They can always bounce back in a second. Doesn't matter who's on that team. Blue Jays have been hot a little bit. They're 41 and 38. They got Springer back. Mm-hmm. Yankee. And they also got Dickerson. That trade was very I don't know if you saw that trade. Mm-hmm. You see it? Uh which one? So the Corey Dickerson. And Adam Simber for like basically Joe Panic and a minor league pitcher. Ah, uh, yeah, I saw that one. What did you think of that trade? Because I have I had a very strong reaction right off the bat. I don't I don't know too much about about it to so have a solid reaction, but I know the name Joe Panic. So first of all, I was like, this is such a lopsided trade. This is this is a complete steal. Unless I'm seeing something that Joe Panic that Joe Panic was good, as far like as long as I've known the know the name Joe Panic, like he's not been. He's great. he's in the he's in the latter half of his years. Yeah, him on, him and, on the Giants honestly, was good, but yeah, ever since he left the Giants, he's not been good, and it's mm-hmm. like like that really surprised me. Corey Dickerson is a good like contact left fielder mm-hmm. and if you look at like the blue jays outfield depth now it's phenomenal like you have hernandez springer gritchick guriel Corey dickerson like those are five really solid like all those guys could be starters on almost any MLB team. That's On almost any office. MLB team, yeah. It's just it's it's crazy. It's like that they've solidified their defense or their 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 depth in the outfield, and they, I think that's a really great trade. On top of getting a really good reliever, which seems like the, I think one of the weaknesses of the Blue Jays right now is their bullpen. Yep, and having an infield of Guerrero, Bichette, and um, Simeon, Simeon, and uh, yeah. oh my Vigio. I always forget. Come on, Vigio. Yeah. yeah. Having an infield of those four, all you gotta do is just work on the pitching staff. Within two yeah. years, they're gonna they're gonna fight with us for the division. It's gonna be in it's gonna be a heated rivalry, jumping alike. But well, and you know what? In all honesty, the Orioles they're not great, but they have some players that are breaking out. Like, might, don't tell but, me that you're ignoring, you know, the uh, the stats of Cedric Mullins. That guy is on fire. He is. He's insane. Uh, Remember Renato Nunez? Where's yeah, he about playing him? now? Is he playing? I don't know, but remember we saw he was so good and then they just straight DFA'd him? Who did they make room for? Uh, he's on the Tigers now. That's why. Uh, they oh, made, yeah. They made room um, because of um, Mancini coming back and uh, Ryan Mountcastle. Yeah. Basically, this AL East division, give it two years, it's they're going to be the be... hardest in baseball. 10 times harder than the NL West. Yes. 10 times harder than the NL West. Because Giants, Giants success isn't really going to span over the test of time. And it's just going to be a Padres Dodgers fight. And both of them are going to I think that what's what the the real quickly my take on the, the Giants, they need some young guys quick. Mm-hmm. You know, I would think depending on what these con- I mean, I think the contracts are pretty atrocious for these older players. So you want to kind of Make a transition. Yes. So. All right. 
But let's head on to our favorite team to hate. All right, they decided. They were saying, hey, we suck. Let's do something about it. Let's make a big splash, a big trade. Let's get <laughs> let's get speedster Tim LaCastro from the worst team in baseball, Arizona. Oh, um, for what I would do to give an Arizona Diamondbacks fan a hug right now. Yeah, they what's on what's their record? Because atrocious, they're bad. Uh, it is twenty three and sixty. Sixteen. Sixty. Oh. 23 and 60. They make the uh, Pirates look like a competent team. But them and the Rockies. The Rockies have only won six away games this year. Six. Well, lest we forget, the the Diamondbacks couldn't win a single road game. They're 10 and 36. (laughs) Here's, Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. The Diamondbacks are consistently bad. The Rockies at home are 29 and 16. But 6 and 31 on the road. Yeah, that's How? dumb. That's dumb. They're on pace to, to have the least amount of road wins in all time MLB. But by the way, so, before before we go, um yeah. before we go on to the Yankees real quick, I just want to give you an update on our favorite uh pitcher. From the Red Sox last year, you you know who I'm talking about. Oh, uh, we talking about? Are we talking about? Uh, what's his name? What pitcher uh, did we meme to Helen back? Long hair. No, no. Long hair. What's his face? Not, uh, um. Oh my God! What was his name? Dang it. Uh. Robert Stock. No, not Robert Stock. No, that's no. what I'm talking about, though. But oh, Robert Stock. Remember how he went to the Cubs like Oshich and Ostrich, Ostrich yeah. boy, and completely failed, and then they defeated him. Basically, I feel like that's where all Red Sox players go to die. They just go to the Cubs. Yeah, we, we've already been over that. But yeah, he has he has a 12 ERA this year. Doesn't surprise us. No. 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 I'm trying to look. Um, Mike something. Mike Kickham. Mike Kickham. Oh, what a great, what a great name. Beautiful. And beautiful Kickham. hair to go along with it. But yeah, uh, Robert Stock is has only played one game, pitched four innings, and allowed five earned runs. Yikes. Surprised. Can Not I give you a hot take real quick? Yeah. I think at the trade deadline. We should pick up Craig Kimbrell. Yes. Yeah. Work Workman's been okay for us, but if we can replace Workman with Kimbrell. No, don't even replace no, don't don't replace keep keep Workman in that. Basically bring back the entire twenty eighteen bullpen. Yeah. <laughs> but just, just kinda just like like kind of screw Kelly. Screw Joe. Like, oh, no. I want Joe Kelly. I like Joe. I want Joe Kelly, but he's got a $17 million contract. And I'm oh, not willing yeah. to pay that. Oh, screw Joe Kelly. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, Next. so Yankees picked up 28-year-old Tim LaCastro, who is um, hitting 178 this year. <laughs> Do the Red... wait, 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 wait. Do the Yankees intend to have the lowest batting average of any team historically? No, they're trying to do what the Astros did last year. 
what be, be the worst be the worst hitting oh. team ever to make the playoffs. Yeah, there is no chance on this green earth that the Yankees are making the postseason this year. They're statistically out of the playoffs, and that's what I was saying. I was talking but, with my Yankees friend, but they still have a higher percentage of winning the World Series over the Red Sox. No, they don't. Not anymore. Yes, I'm pretty yeah. sure. I'm pretty sure. Let me let me look, look it up. up. Let me. I could be wrong, but last time I checked, they have statistically higher percentages of winning the World Series over the Yankees. I mean, the the the, the Red Sox. Seven point six percent to make the, to win the World Series. Ninety-three percent chance to make the playoffs, and then the Yankees. Not... Okay. And um, remember, I put out a post on Instagram about that, and I said, "Why is this the case when the Red Sox are statistically bent?" The... Yeah, the the Yankees only have an eighteen percent chance to make the postseason, 06 percent chance to make the World Series. Oh, okay, yeah. so it changed. Baseball it reference changed. finally right. got it right, but yeah, before it was atrocious. <sighs> it was like two, three weeks ago that I posted yeah. that. It was it was bad. But anyway, what are your thoughts on that trade? On the Castro trade? Yeah, it's it's like the how do I? It's like the Red Sox in 2019 saying we fixed all of our problems by trading for Andrew Trashner. That's that's what this reminds me of. But it's, it's this seems way more desperate than that. And not even it's Dave Dombrowski walking out to a pissed off fan base and saying, "Hey, hey, hey, I did something." I traded for a pitcher. And it's like, like yes. it's that meme and of like, like the guy who there's like that tank of water and there's a hole in it. And he puts a piece of duct tape and it goes, Andrew trash, <laughs> Red Sox, <laughs> all Red Sox problems. <laughs> Andrew trash. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's, but that's exactly what this reeks of. It reeks of being desperate saying, yes, they're finally seeing the writing on the wall saying, yeah, we suck badly. So we need to try something about it. But Tim LaCastro? Yeah, like, so here's damn Yankees. Here's 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 the uh I understand where they're coming from. This team has absolutely no speed. LaCastro's calling card is speed, you know? Mm-hmm. Contact. Defense, meh. um, he can play left field, second base. So and center. And center. Um but I think did Hicks did Aaron Hicks die? I think so. Well, where is he? I think he's still. Is he hurt? Like, what's the deal with him? Because I don't think you should keep running Judge out in center field. He's still on the Yankees. And Gardner's old. Yeah. Yeah, I don't he, know. He, he, like, he I, I think this is. I think this is purely a. Uh, Aaron Hicks expected to miss the rest of the season with wrist injury. Yeah, I remember that now. Okay. That was back in um, early, late May. It, uh, yeah, it, this is, this is a move simply to, uh, it, very much like you said, we're fixing things, even though they're not. It's like, a cover-up. It's a complete cover-up. It's and, to say, hey, we're trying, but no, you're really not. You're expecting this team. Because, like, every Every single year it's been, oh, the Yankees, the Yankees, they suck. They're they're in third place in the division after the first month of baseball. Oh, my God, they suck. But then they bounce back because then they realize. Every around, year they bounce back. Like, yeah. I always, people are like, oh, my gosh, Ari, the Yankees are in third. They might not make it. They might not make it. I'm like, no, 
J- June, July, though, they're going to heat up real quick and they'll be in first. And they had that. And point I'm still waiting like- for that. I'm still waiting for that to happen. But in, but in the back of my mind, I'm realizing as the longer this continues, oh no, they're not heating up. That's, that's the because thing. Because if you, if you keep, if the Red Sox continue to play the way they play, or comeback win after comeback win, and the Rays going on, you know, what is it, nine, nine game, 10 game winning streaks, and then losing three, and then 10 game, like the, the, the Red Sox are going to continually, or it seems if they continue to do what they're doing, they're going to progressively get better with maybe a couple blips on the radar, but the, and the Rays are going to do very similar. So I think, I mean, I think you and I can both agree that the, the Yankees, not the Yankees, the Rays and the Sox are going to basically be going back and forth the entire, you know, the entire season for that first, for the first place spot. The Yankees, the longer they keep snoozing, pushing their snooze alarm on their alarm clock, the harder it's going to be. And I would not be surprised if by the trade deadline, you see a ton of crazy moves because I can guarantee you this Tim LaCastro trade is not going to do anything for that offense. It's maybe they, get them like an extra steal a week. And I will tell you exactly what that off, what that team needs to improve. Pitching. Two things. No. Fire Aaron Boone. Trade Aaron Judge. It's tough. And they will, as far as I know, the Yankees will not fire Aaron Boone because he and Cashman are like best buds. So, regardless of how you want to think about the Yankees, oh, yeah, well, Cashman knows what he's doing. Cashman's not going to get fired because Steinbrenner likes Cashman. Boone's not going to be fired because Cashman likes Boone. It's like it's like a love triangle of just crap. Oh. <laughs> of crap. It's a love triangle of crap. And so, but that that's, I mean, like, you, you see Aaron Boone in the dugout. Like, that, the thing, like, the, the most prolific, um, not prolific, the most stark reality of he just doesn't care anymore was that strike three call against Rugnet Odor. The, the ball was a solid five feet out the plate. And I was like, oh my gosh, the ump must have blinked. And Odor's like looking at the dugout like, are you going to come, are you going to come, you know, hold me back? Like, what do you, are you, I, I'm ready to fight the umpire with the bat. Like, I'm, I'm, you know, and Boone is just sitting there and he's watching the Logan Paul fight. He's just like, mm, all right. Like there's stuff like that, but it's like, he does not care anymore. The bench coach, the bench coach of the New York Yankees comes running out and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, uh. and Boone's like, yeah, I'll, I'll hold you back. But he just simply doesn't care. The guy must be dealing with an immense amount of depression. And so that's the first thing you need to do. And as much as Yankees fans would hate to say it, Aaron judge is not doing what they've thought he's wanted to do for his entire career. Yes. You know, he, how many big hits did he have in this past series? Goose egg. Goose when, egg. When last Zero. year, he had a home run on us in like seven straight games. Yeah, Matt Fesgerson was like flipping out. Mm-hmm. Regardless, you either you at least need to entertain the idea of trading him. 
I I mean, the Yankees plan simply is not coming to fruition. Like this is reminding me a lot of the 76ers where it's like, uh, well, we have all the pieces. Trust the process. It should work. And then it's like has a wide open layup and then passes it. Yeah. That's like Stanton swinging at garbage and face it. You will not be able to get rid of the Stanton contract no matter how much you want. The guy is simply going to be able to – he's going to bat just low enough so that they could keep him on the 40-man. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's going to be it's going to be a Miggy at the end of his – Yeah. At the end of his prime situation. So then my question is, who do you trade? I know, I know, I know fans love Judge. They freaking build a part of the ballpark out of him. Like, do you, who do you trade? Torres? Do you trade Miguel? You trade, trade, you trade your favorite player on the Yankees. Gardner? No. Cole? Sanchez. Gosh, jeez. <laughs> I'm going to get me started on Gary Sanchez. He, uh, You see that home run that he hit? No. He, like, flicked his wrist and he was like, he just looks so fat when he swings. Like, he's, it's terrible. Like, <laughs> I saw the swing. And he just kind of, like, <sighs> Like it's, it's like, like it's like it's like the uh, when you're playing wiffle ball with your your young cousin, and he tries to throw a pitch, and you want to make him feel good, you want to have him get the strikeout, so you just kind of flick the bat, and you're like, Ugh. yeah, yeah. It's like the I'm trying, but not really. And he hit the home run, and he's like all his fats jiggling up and down when he's running around the bases. It's 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 like prime Pablo Sandoval. If you gave him Red Sox prime Sandoval. If you gave him the swinging ability of Ron Renicky. That's what that is. All right. Yeah, so regardless, the Yankees need to do something. Mm-hmm. And like Garrett Cole, Garrett Cole's a cheater. Like we can all just settle that. Yeah. Corey Kluber is old. And the rest of your pitching rotation is bad. We wanted him so bad. No, I'm so glad we did not get him. I am so glad. Believe it or not, I would take Garrett Richards over Corey Kluber right now. Uh, No, no. Well, no, the reason being, Richards isn't hurt. That's the only reason. Richards is doing us more bad. He'd be doing better if he was hurt, okay? (laughs) Let's be honest here. Let's Hauk. Can we bring up? I think we're just biding our time till Hauk gets all of his rehab, and then we're like, "All right, hop up, bud." I want Hauk, and I want Seabold. I want to see what Connor Seabold can do. I think Seabold's going to be a little bit of a while. Because think about it, we gave we gave up we gave up six months of Brandon Workman, a really bad Brandon Workman, and just fine. Uh, just who fine. else was in that trade? Who else did we send to? Oh, Hembry. Hembry, who Hembry did good on the Phillies. I'll give you that for last year at least. For a dude who can constantly go out there and get a no hitter through seven, and Nick Pavetta, and a guy who's got almost unlimited potential in Connor Siebold, and then we get Workman back. Yeah, that was the biggest Uno reverse that Heimblum could ever ever pulled on the face. That was beautiful. That was poetry in motion right there. I have one quick note. Mm -hmm. I just like to say how much I love the Kike Verdugo chemistry. Those two are – it's a beautiful thing. It reminds me a little bit 
a little bit of the poppy pedroia just into the sense that they were in the top part of the the top part of the order Mm -hmm. like i i these guys are having fun at least they know each other's names okay as yeah as as kike said we like to bang hi i love you kike but kike is awesome i i I that that catching center field, yeah. I don't yep. care if he's batting like nothing. He's batting like two fifty right now. Yeah, he's bad. I we need we need spring training Kike. No, we don't need spring training Kike. We need a leadoff hitter, and I can tell you who the leadoff hitter is going to be. Danny Santana. No way. Nope. Danny Santana. No, not a chance. Not Danny Santana. Not Marlon Gonzalez. Not Enrique Hernandez. Do we? Do we just say complete effort and go Chicago Cubs style and just start off the order with? JD. <laughs> Devers, um, Devers, Bogarts, JD, Verdugo. No, I think this team needs a leadoff hitter. I think they need somebody who can get on base, and I can tell you who it's who I want. I don't mind Verdugo being leadoff. He's not he's not gonna bat leadoff. He doesn't like batting leadoff. Who? Um Kevin Pilar? No. Oh, Jaron Duran. Oh yeah, beautiful. Man. Bring him up. Bring him I up. I don't see any reason why not to at this point. Bring I him up. I think I. You know what would be the biggest, like, middle figure to basically the ALEs would be, you wait till Sale comes back and they're like, oh yeah, we're also just gonna bring up Jaron Duran. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there you go. <laughs> I I miss Jackie though. Moment. I of, do. Right, I do. Moment. I do as well. Moment of silence. Moment of silence. Did you see that throw he had where he caught the ball and the warning track? The home and, runs he was getting? I was and like, hopped mm. somebody out at first base. I also would just love. I, I, I want to take it back a little bit. All right, so we have like 15 minutes left in the episode. There was somebody that you hated. I get to. There, was, there was a signing that you were like, oh my gosh, I can't stand this. This is mm-hmm. dumb. And I, I, I don't know if you've taken this back, but I think it's about time you should. Uh oh. I know I'm coming on here with some heat. I have in my notes here, what the heck, Hunter Renfro? I, I stand by that one. Oh, I stand by that one. You don't like that signing? I, I would have rather bought back Pilar. Thousand percent. What was stopping you from bringing back Kevin Pilar? I wanted Renfro well, to be the next if you Kevin want, Pilar. If you want power, if, if you want thump, which I think they, they were looking at thump, this, I mean, you sign Kike for multiple reasons. Okay, yeah, he's best friends with Verdugo. Um, he can hit. He can also play second. Like, that's basically the reasons why in center field, you know. Mm-hmm. Hunter Renfro has one of the best, like, throws ever. He does. Like, in what? right field for this season. Like, our, we have to basically accept the fact that our defense is bad this year. We're the second worst in the league. Yeah, we're bad. But, like, when the ball gets hit to Hunter Renfro and he has to throw some, like throw the ball to somebody, it's it's beautiful. It's a daddy hack. It's a janitor throw. It's I love it. Thing. I love it. But here's also, the thing, like he hits right? moon bombs. He hits his, big ding dongs. His his throw power is better. But I'd much rather have the guy who has close to a three hundred average who will sit there and take a broke and take a ball to the nose, stand up before LeBron can get poked in the eye. And walk out of there with 
blood completely dripping out of his nose and be back in the lineup two weeks later than this guy who can have a strong arm. Because I want both. A, listen. A, like I said, the contact is so much better with Kevin Pillar. B, I believe Kevin Pillar is just an all-around smarter player than Hunter Renfro. And mm. C, there's so many times where I'm watching a Red Sox game and there's a ball that's so close to Hunter Renfro catching. And I'm just sitting there thinking, Kevin Pillar would have dove and caught that. It just seems like he's scared to dive. There's so many balls that are like in foul ground that he won't dive for. Kevin Pillar will smack his face directly into said wall. Like we said last year. Like we said last year, he reminds us a lot of Johnny Gomes. Yes. Now, my question to you would be, out of these three players, who would you rather have over – if you had to trade – if you had to sign, would you rather have Kevin Pillar or Marmon Gonzalez, Kevin Pillar or Danny Santana, or Kevin Pillar and – Oh, there's somebody else. Renfro? No, 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 no. Go with those two. Because I think that this team would be amazing if they had Renfro and Pilar. If I had to pick two out of those three, yeah, I'm picking Kevin and Danny. So you would not have signed Marwin? No. I love his defense. Very tenacious defender. Yeah. Just the average is killing us. Yeah, that's what I agree. I agree. I agree. All right. But we only got like 10 minutes and we got to get through three more topics. All right. What you got? You like to ramble. And I got work. I do. First, Xander and Rafi, all-star shortstop and third baseman. We fully expected this. Great. Great. I still feel that we should have had four more guys who should be all-stars. I can tell you who I think should have been an all-star. I mean, the bench hasn't been said yet, which we know, but there should be this... four more four more all-stars. Yeah, I think JD should be in that. JD? Who else? Yep, of course, that's what you got before the, before yeah. the show started. Yeah. I was scared. Third. Yeah. Matt. Fourth. Andres. I was meeting Andres. Matt Andres. No? Okay. Uh, Vasquez? How about the other Matt? No, oh, yeah. I, 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 was, I was a joke. Like, Matt, Matt, yeah, Barnes. And Barnes. fourth, Vasquez. No, really, you wouldn't put Vasquez on that team. If you can only put three catchers on the team, I don't feel he's a top. That's three fair. Catcher. That's fair. It, that's he's fair. he's very very close. Fourth that's is fair. Whitlock. Ah, uh, mm. not enough innings, which I completely get, but he's put up all star numbers this year. Can't deny if it. If they, I think, Cora's being very cautious with him, which because... I don't like. No, I do like that because you're doing three things. You're protecting his ERA and you're being like, listen, bud, we're going to pitch to you. Like, it's a very clear cut, dry. This is when you will be pitching, you know? And, and honestly, here's, here's the if I was a pitcher, if I was Garrett Whitlock, I would, and it might just be me. I'd prefer to know, oh, in this situation, I'm going to pitch. Whereas Matt Andrees, you never know when he's going to pitch. It's like, oh, like earlier in the season, it was like, oh, yeah, you may pitch in the eighth inning. You may pitch in the ninth inning. You also may pitch in the third inning. (laughs) It's like, whoa, what the heck? And that's like mentally. Here's the problem that I see, right, right. with with that kind of logic, right? People people say he shouldn't be an all-star because he hasn't played enough innings. Okay. 
let's compare him, and I'll make an Instagram post about this probably tonight after I get off of work. Let's do a comparison between him and Chapman. Mm. Whitlock's pitched more innings. Obviously, Chapman has more saves because Whitlock isn't your closer. Also, like Whitlock doesn't have any um, any uh, legal issues. True. The only places where Chapman has Whitlock beat is in whip and strikeouts. That's it. Everything else, Garrett Whitlock is statistically better. ERA? Than the what's, best. His, what's his ERA right now? One four two. How many innings has he pitched as opposed to Chapman? Chapman. Let me look up Chapman real quick. Because, I mean, the only reason why I would think they want to put Chap- the Yankees would want to put Chapman in is if there was a somewhat of a close game. Yeah. Chapman's pitched uh, 28. 28 as opposed to? Whitlock's 38. So he's in. So Chapman's an all star? Uh, Chapman should be an all-star. Him and Barnes should be all-stars. But Chapman's been statistically recognized as, up to late, up to like two weeks ago, Yeah, it's been statistically recognized as the best closer in baseball. Yeah, wow. Whitlock, everything except strikeouts, which we know Chapman is a god at strikeouts. Wait, whip? He has a one three. Garrett Whitlock hasn't beat on whip now. So the only thing he hasn't beat on is strikeouts. Which, and also, like, Chapman's calling card is strikeouts. Mm-hmm. Like Garrett Whitlock, like his, his control is atrocious. But it's like I will pound the strike zone, and it's like okay. <laughs> Garrett Whitlock has allowed half as many earned runs as Chapman with playing yeah. ten more innings. And I honestly like I I think that I'm a little so the three reasons why I like that one, and I do understand your point. You know, um, the control. Mm-hmm. Two, he's a young pitcher. You still have to realize that he's. He's 25, yeah. He's, well, young <laughs> in the Red Sox rookie. perspective. Rookie, you know. He's, he's a rookie. He's a rookie. Um, so I, I think they don't want to just, like, throw him to the Wolves. Like, they'd rather throw someone like Andres or um, I think when when uh, awesome Workman Bryce. first came up. Well, no, when Workman first came up, I think they were kind of thrown into the dogs as well, like, or kind of trial by fire type business. Like if you can get through this, then okay, we'll start respecting you. But he's, um, he's which, proven it, which I think was important. I I don't think the last thing I would have wanted would be like, oh, Brandon Work is back. Okay, well he was good in twenty twenty, so we're just going to throw him the closing spot. Like no way, absolutely. Like not. there's a reason why the Cubs DFA him, <laughs> you yeah. know. And so I like that. I I, I so you, you, you want to like it would be the equivalent of like. Are you going to put Blaze Jordan? Are you going to start Blaze Jordan first base leadoff? No. No. You're going to put him platoon. You're going to have him get used to the vibe of being in a major league game and then being like, all right, yeah, maybe we'll defensive shift. It's, it's a, a, it's a, a ladder. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a progression. Yes. As much as I love Whitlock, like he's showing so much potential right now, and it's great. I love it. So it's like I wouldn't want them to push him too far because then it's like, like that plays with people mentally. So, mm-hmm. I, and I do understand your frustration with that. It's like well, use him more; he's good. Like yeah. I understand that. Um, that, but also, uh, what position is he technically? Uh, relief pitcher. Because when we traded for him. 
picked him in the Rule 5. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, I'm thinking of Seabold. He was a starter, yeah. I'm thinking of Seabold. Um, he was a starter. And so I, I, I don't know what the Red Sox think they want to do with him in the future. You give that man a long term immediately. Ah, uh, I think that you would put if you're gonna, which I, I don't think that they're gonna put him in the starting rotation. Yeah, but I think if they were to, you don't just throw him in. Like I said, no. you, you put him you, in long relief, and then maybe like have him pitch more innings. You know, and maybe in spring training next year we'll see. Oh yeah, maybe he is more of a starter, or you know, whatever. Um, Seabold, who knows, you know, a lot of, a lot of players, if they can't make the starting rotation, they'll go to the middle, not the middle, well, middle relief or long, long relief. Yeah. Yeah. We'll kind of bounce back and forth between those two. Here's, here's what I think though. You take Garrett Richards and you punt him. And then you give Whitlock that five spot, but you put a cap on four innings, unless you are no hitting a team through four innings, you're out. And then Richard, so you're going to have to be a bullpen game every five days. Richard comes in for five, six, seven, and you only let Richard come in. So that's your, you let Whitlock come in for four, Richard's for three, let your bullpen do the rest of the work. I would do the opposite, actually. I would have it be, I would have it be Richard's because we gave that guy $10 million, <laughs> which is something that I mauled around in the back of my brain and I hate because it's like, oh gosh, it's, you know, but like, that I, I would start Richards because let's face it, the majority of this pitching staff were only going five innings. So basically every day is a bullpen game. Yes. So and hopefully if you bring up how can you put somebody else down, you know, I think that'll add more um versatility. Mm-hmm. Uh and I think that if you want to entertain the idea of Whitlock not starting a game, but maybe he gets the second time around through the lineup maybe he gets yeah. that you know i can see that but anyway we're running out of time real quick we got six games before i um record my next episode three against the athletics three against the angels how many of those are we winning i'm saying five so are you saying a sweep with the angels sweep with the angels we're gonna lose saturday to the athletics Oh, they changed. They changed the. Uh... Wow, they changed the athletics pitching. Um, I say that they're gonna win. I th- I want to say they're gonna win the series against the A's. Mm-hmm. If the starting pitching can hold, I do. I agree with you. Saturday is probably going to be a loss. Um, maybe even Friday. Looking at, I mean, I'm not too, super confident with Erod. Los Angeles, that's a weird team. Because do they get Shohei? That's my question. You're going to get Shohei regardless because he, he's either going to pitch or he's going to hit or he's going to do both. Yeah. So um, I think it's a series win for both. I don't think it's a sweep for the A's. Not, not, the, not the A's, the, the Angels. Mm-hmm. All right. So before we go, yeah, 
the new people need oh, yeah. to be introduced to the greatest segment in all podcast history. All right. One that came out of nowhere with us talking about CC Sabathia being not fat. Yeah, he's fit now. Yeah, Jeez. A- and he has a he has a beard. Like he's the Yankees did a lot to mess with him. Mm-hmm. That's how this segment got started. We will keep it going with the greatest segment. Give me something that doesn't have to do with urine. The real OGs know. Let's get in to Ari's takes. Give me what you got. Welcome to Ari's takes. Um, <laughs> there's something that I'm. It's it's it, it's a two parter. One. Garrett Cole is a baby. Like yeah. I kind of alluded to this earlier in the show. The minute he said for Pete's sakes, man, like I was like, oh, Yankee fans, you should be ashamed of yourself. Mm-hmm. You gave that guy that much money and he's pitching the way he pitched on Sunday. Really? There's that. Second part. Do you, so when does, when does the draft roll around? Uh, MLB draft date Sunday, July 11th through Tuesday, July 13th. Yep. Who? Red Sox have the fourth pick. It's been a while since we've been in this parts of the part of the draft, and I love it. I love it. Yeah. If if anything, this would be the perfect year because we basically punted on 2020. And we have this amazing draft pick on top of being a really good team, first place team. It's like we could just, you know, Two words. blow the doors off of every AL East team right now. Two words. With one pick. Jack Leiter. Yeah. Kid from Vandy. Also, I, I about, I about uh, flipped out. I flipped out when I read that Jack Leiter – wants to go to Boston. Mm-hmm. He's basically indirectly told all these teams, no, no, no. Yes. And I Here's love it. Thing, though. We, can't, we can't say much about that because we had that um, – what was that dude's name? Start with a K. Picture from the Padres. Say publicly, I want to sign with the Red Sox. Oh, yeah. Keona Kela. Keona Kela. And we and how did that turn out? Yeah, but also like he's a free agent, he can kind of say what he wants. Yeah. When he basically has he's multiple times said, I want to go to Boston. And as we saw with Ben and you can just simply neglect and neglect teams and be like, No, I don't want to play there. He can he can basically do what Ben Tendy said. Cincinnati, hey, we're taking you. Hey, uh, I'd love no. to go. And then just and then I'm going back to college. I don't think Leiter's going to go back. No. I think that would be unfair to all the college players. But if, like, he, gets, oh, crap, if he gets picked up, back. Like, but if he got picked by another team, he's most likely saying trade me. Yeah. Because who's, who's above to us? The, Red Sox. the Tigers, the Pirates, and the Orioles. What, Who wants to go if, there? If you're Jack Leiter, what makes you want to be on any of those first three teams? Nothing. Are they contenders? Are they going to be contenders in the next two, three years? Nope. Here's, here's, here's what's good about it. You'll have an yeah. easy time going up to the minor league system, get to the majors earlier, and prove to everyone you deserve a bag, get traded right 
on your 26th birthday, you get traded to a contending team, spend one year there, and then get a bag with the Cincinnati Reds. That's how your career pans out. Or, <laughs> or the Red Sox could sign him. Like, I just, yeah. I, I think you, I think you pull, because imagine this. Five years down the line, you have a team including Bobby Dahlbeck, Nick York, Cassis, Cassis, Bogarts, Devers, Devers. Uh, Bogarts. Mm, I don't know. He, uh, depending, I would love him here. Don't know about contract wise. Verdugo, Verdugo for sure. Pavetta, Pavetta, Seabold, Seabold, probably uh, Eddie, uh, Mata. Yeah, Mata. Um, Connor Wong. Connor Wong. Uh, a, a, a guy, who, a guy who Whitlock, a, a guy who maybe, maybe can hit home runs. Blaze Jordan. Oh yeah, that with the with with the best name in all the sports. Mm-hmm. That beautiful man next to Nathan Peterman. Um, and Mark Sanchez. Mark Sanchez. <laughs> and and uh, and Jack Leiter. Like, can you imagine? Oh, that's Chris Sale. That mentoring Jack Leiter. All I'm gonna say, Pedro Martinez, mentoring Jack Leiter. All I'm gonna say, and this is gonna sound very bad, and it's meant to be. That is enough to satisfy, man. Yes, yes, I'm sitting here very satisfied. I'd be yes, like okay. You you didn't get the joke, and I'm glad you. I I did. I I (laughs) just rolled with the joke. Uh, Okay. Anyways, if they don't if they don't get Jack later, I don't want some stupid shortstop. I don't want Kumar Rocker. We're not probably Kumar Rocker's probably going. But that's that's such a Boston name. That's that's right up there with Noma. Can you imagine if we got Kumar Rocker and Jack Leiter? If Jack Leiter just slipped like slipped through the cracks, basically Red Sox were like pulled the Nuno reverse, kind of like what they did with Blaze Jordan. Like we're not going to get you first. We're going to get you second round. And Kumar's like, fine. Or um, Leiter's like, fine, I'll just wait. And somehow Kumar Rocker slips down to four. Red Sox get Kumar Rocker. And then we go get a guy named Jack Leiter. Jack Leiter is a pretty Boston name as well. That too. All right. I have to be at work in 20 minutes, so I have to cut. Good. Ours takes a little short. But no, you're good. You That's basically all the, I have to say. Anything just, you want to say to the people before we head off? I love being back. It's just fun. We'll try to see how often we can do this. Um, summer's pretty crazy. Fall's. Probably going to be even crazier. I'm going to try to. I'm going to. I'm in person school now, which is fun. On top of full time dance, on top of probably a part time job. Um, Trying to get into a gym this summer. Nice. A little bit more beefy, Mm -hmm. you know. But that's some abroad. Anyway, Ari is one of the funniest SOBs that I know. So make sure. That if you haven't heard him before, make sure you follow so you can hear him again sometime in the future. We don't know when. Make sure you get the merch, the Pesky Pole Podcast. Yeah, that stuff is merch. dope. It's it's nice. All right, it's I want to nice. get a purple. I want to get a purple shirt. Make sure you get Ari's shirt, which has "Body by Pork" on it. No, it's bacon. Body by Body bacon. by Bacon. Okay, I didn't see the bottom. I'm sorry. But with that being said, thank you guys so much. God bless you guys. Make sure you follow so you can see me every time I go live once a week. Roll that out to music. See you guys next time. I've never felt so alive in my life. Cause you make me come to life every time. I'm free.
Crushing right into you 